Yes, sir. We good, bro, bro? I know I done asked you for the millionth time. It probably is crooked because I just saw how it just moved on the zone. Try to tighten it up from the ball aspect. I know it's already tight as shit, but just don't really. Once you let me know you're good, cause I'm gone. Yeah, it looks better. Yeah. I'm recording over here. Ready? Okay. Let's do it. Yo, 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 yo. I'm Wayne Woods. I'm with the guys, and we got the vibes. I'm here today with all my fellas. Hundo ain't here with us, but I'm here with my guy, Cozy. What the fuck is the vibes? I'm here with my guy, Quaz. And today, I'm joined by my special guy, my special guy, the audio genius, the audio genius. Cash motherfucking Mills. Cash motherfucking Mills is in the building. But this week, it's a little different. It's a little different. It's a little different. I have the pleasure. I have been blessed with the immaculate <laughs> pleasure to pull someone that's usually not in front of the camera into the forefront, into the motherfucking forefront. Yes, sir. I've been waiting for a very long time for this, and it's now locked in. We are here. I just want to say thank you, my brother. Sure, we are course, here with bro. the most famous visuals by Luke. <laughs> my dog, wow. clap it up, clap it up. Good look, good yes, look. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Appreciate you for my having dog. me, Thank you, real. thank you, my dog, for doing yeah, this. Course. Thank you, thank you. Uh, as I told you uh, personally, uh, I've been following you for a while. Um, Appreciate that. Just watching from a distance. Uh, I know I ain't get the video yet, but we will be working on that very soon. Does somebody know where my water is at all? Oh, I done lost the water. Can't you? Somebody hand me that, please? Bro, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. We ain't meet for the video. I'm glad we get to meet on this platform. Definitely. That we can actually truly get to know each other and build Definitely. and whatever happens from there, we can just go. Yeah, it's it's real cool to be here. Appreciate you for having me. Thank I'm fucking you, with the vision, you know. It Thank seemed you, like bro. a great, you know, great <laughs> platform. I'm definitely excited about that. Yeah, man. You see us firsthand putting this thing together. It's yeah. a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I know it's a lot of work. And you know, I'm like you said, I'm normally on the other side of the camera. So I know all that shit is a lot of work, especially once you throw audio in the mix and like balancing that. But yeah, you're doing it. So with that being said, tell us what's the day-to-day -day like being a person behind the camera not having to deal with the stress of is my outfit the best <laughs> not having to deal with the stress of uh is my sneakers the freshest the latest 
Um, what's the experience? What are the things you go through on a day-to-day basis? The things that, uh, you know, you come across, is it not worrying about clothes and you just come and show up like whatever? What's your experiences like? Um, well, uh, you know, it's, uh, I got into shooting, I learned in high school. So real quick, just to get like the backstory type of shit. I learned in high school, I was always interested, you know, videos coming up, seeing videos, um, like music videos specifically, and just being interested in that sort of art form, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, then in high school, I went to high school, SLA, um, Science Leadership Academy. It's like right down center city, um, great school. And they had this real cool, cool ass program, uh, a video a video program um, as like a elective class, right? Mm-hmm. So then I took that for three years. Um, Damn. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like some official shit. Um, like if you was in the program, you were like in that, you know, that's what you did. Yeah. Um, so that's where I got started. And that was on some like short films. We we were learning about it. So, but it was cool because it was very hands-on. Like first day, literally first day in the class had cameras worth probably at that time, thousand dollar cameras like in our hands. Like young boys, you know. Um just fresh fresh off the rip. Exactly. Yeah. So Damn. so I appreciated that. And that um is what got me into, you know, um video, learning about video a little bit, um, all that shit. Uh and then once I graduated high school, I started doing it. I started just doing the um doing the music videos more so, grabbed my own camera, um, and just went up from there. So day to day, I mean at this point. Um, my bad. <laughs> no, he uh, could. If he not looking at the camera, so I can see that camera in the screen. Did it, did it slide over? That's fine. My fault for the interruption, no, bro, but cool. my editing skills to get there. Trust me. <laughs> I believe feel you. It. It's all the time. Yeah, because we, um, yeah, so just, uh, day to day these days, I mean, you know, it's a whole different thing getting up like uh the first music video i shot one in high school with my man who's like just he wasn't a he wasn't even a rapper we was just playing around with that shit i was like yo he was making like you know just playing around yeah like, what's his name who's he's not even he he not even a rapper at all but back not in no high school no nah, not even not even them for real but uh so i was like yeah i'm trying to fuck with this like little music video we shot some shit um funny as shit looking back on it but then uh my first actual music video was, um, I go to Howard, so I met my man Justin, uh, UTJ, um, out there. He's from Philly, he's from Uptown. And he's still um, actively? Is he yeah, still? he's still making music. Definitely. Shout out to you, bro. Yep, Shout out to yep. you. That's my man. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm trying to do these videos and shit. So we pl- we did some crazy shit out DC. He had a whole little plan. Mm. <laughs> little dorm party we was at like national attractions and shit shooting um then he was with me through the whole editing process i definitely in high school i learned the basics but you know that crazy ass editing that has become my style and popular in videos like yeah. i didn't learn all that you know so um just trying out new shit day to day these days i mean um it can look different different shoots look different ways you feel me um Often I'm pulling up on the block or whatever, just like random locations still, which I fuck with, you know, I fuck with that. What about the guns? I sh- the, the guns? Gun, the, the 30 clips. Yeah. The, the I, to, I seen you some shit. I- <laughs> For sure, I seen some shit. Have a straight bullet ever went off? Mm-mm. 
Luckily, it's been safe. some shit where it's been one in the head, and then it was like, I, and it was like, yo, take it out the head. I was like, good luck. I didn't even know. <laughs> um, but uh, no, nothing crazy. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not scared of that shit at all. Like, I don't. I don't mind as long as they. You know, a lot of people I shoot for. Um, know how to handle guns. I don't want to say you feel me. I don't want to say nothing that's like, but yeah, like no they names. know how no to names. handle guns. So I I feel like if they know how to handle guns, um, as long as it's not one in the head or some shit, uh, uh like I'm definitely cool with it. Um, and I know, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, that shit definitely run views up and shit. You know, like on the thumbnail or some shit. Like it, it's beneficial uh, in certain ways. But I do know that, um, any artists out there like. Uh, there's limits to to what you can show in your video because um, labels do look at that shit. Yeah. I do know people get booked off off videos sometimes if they can draw connections to the gun. Um, and also platforms, like I know Say Cheese and shit does not really post videos with guns. Damn. So um, I do feel like artists should be conscious of that. Uh, you know. It's a mixed I had bag. No idea. I yeah. thought if it's a go, it's a, it's a go. If it looks yeah. good, then it go up. No, it's it's definitely some some concerns artists should think about. But you know, I mean, if that's how people live in, like you know, that's that's real. So, yeah. Now, we talked about you going to school, and that touches on your early beginnings. Now, who, how was it coming up? The younger you. Have you um, always had video uh, aspirations? Uh, were you younger watching Wild Wild West? I'm sorry, Wild Wild West was my shit. <laughs> I don't, that was, for some reason, that's just one of my favorite movies. When I feel I, you. When I think of cinema. Mm -hmm. But was you just watching your favorite movie and was just like, damn, I can, I can do that. Like, how did you get to... I don't want to um, be the person in front to behind. Right. Um, I mean... Well, I grew up. Uh, I grew up in Germantown, born and raised Philly. Hey, uh, like right around, town. yeah, you know, <laughs> um, right around Nice Town, that area. Um, then I started getting into to like music um, when I was in middle school, uh, like specifically like hip hop. You feel me? Because um, mm -hmm. that's what people are listening to. So I think um, the earliest videos I see would be like. Meek videos, um, Drake, you know who was popular at that time, like really what what folks were listening to. Um, and of course Meek. So like seeing that, um, I wouldn't say my first my first uh I wasn't like I can do this, but I like the energy that, you know, the energy like how videos were, I was like, <laughs> that shit is hard, you know? Um and I think that's what uh and then you know. Movies as well, definitely. Um, I definitely always love like a beautiful, like cinematic ass, you know, movie and storytelling. But it was um, more so the music videos that really captured it for you. I mean, a little bit of both. Um, I just do know that I've always like loved the the energy of music videos. Um, I would love to, you know, do more short film stuff. Um, I've I did go out with my uh homie Bruno um, to LA, we won this little short film contest. So then we was out there in LA in like a studio, like a Hollywood studio type shit hey. for this little course. Yeah, it was fire. Um, Can you tell us about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, well, like hey, I, how'd you find out about it? Yeah. Well, like I said, in high school, we had this program, right? Um, this video program. And each year, um, and my man, 
Mr. Herman just made it work. Like, it was a public school, you know? We didn't really have money, but he'd be, like, writing grants and shit to get us all this crazy equipment and stuff, and they would do a film festival every year. Damn. And most of high school, I was playing around making these, like, goofy films and shit. Um, but then he was like, yo, like, to it, it would be the same people making the films, like, my little team. Uh, and he was like, y'all are talented. Like, you have to do some real shit one time. So we made this little short film called Dre. And it's still available out there. Um, I think it might be on my website. But, uh, and it was fire. It came together real well, um, somehow. Because uh, <laughs> we was, like, we, <laughs> we was making it happen. It came together, and um, we entered it in the competition. And then, like I said, uh, my homie Bruno and I had directed it. Um, and we won Best Directors, and that allowed us a chance to go out to L.A. for two weeks and be in this, uh, it's called the studio school. It's like a film intensive, so we shot a little short film, learned about all this crazy stuff, got to be on some crazy like sets out there, work with some crazy cameras, um, and just learn a little bit more about the Hollywood industry, you know, like the big, you know, big films. Um, hey. So yeah, it was a cool experience. But after that, like after seeing that, I was like, that's not really the space I want to be in. Um, it's like, it's crazy. Uh, like like how actual movie sets are set up and shit. Um, but I do want to do more short films and stuff. Um, but you know, I always love the music videos. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so for now, that's what we get into. No, man. That's um, where the money is too. <laughs> Like I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Cause if I need three or four in a matter of six months, yeah, then I'm pretty sure the amount of clientele who needs and I'm, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. Now you talked about the short film. You talked about going out L.A. Yeah. Do you remember the equipment you had? Cause yeah. you seem to be surprised that you guys won. Yeah, we were a little <laughs> surprised. Um, but like I said, that film had turned out uh pretty well. Um <laughs> due no, to the fact of what? Just <laughs> the like experience? No, we just uh we had a great storyline, I feel like. It was about like this uh it was I would say so I say surprisingly, because all the actors were like high school students, right? No professional actors at all. The we had good equipment, but not great, not what they shoot, you know, movies on. Um, and basically no lighting, which is a big deal. Uh, so, and no budget, of course. Um, it was like a school project. Now it's starting to make sense. Yeah, that's why I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, but no, it's about this, uh, like this young kid, um, Dre, and he had like a child and like his struggles, he was like a teenager. Um, so his struggles with trying to like be a father um, while still being like a student, while still being like having to get money while living in his mom's house. So. I think the storyline was really what carried it. Um, and then, yeah, then that, we won that. We was out in LA for two weeks. Um, and uh, LA's a great city. I'm trying to get back out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I mean, the it was, so it was, it's called the studio school partially because it was in a studio complex. So that's where like uh, TV shows, movies would rent out those spaces to sh shoot. Um, so, and we had some crazy cameras, some red cameras, um, which is like top level. Like that's what they everything we were the touching and stuff. Yeah, they would yeah. they would shoot movies on. Like that's what they they were built for. So 
it lights, you know, and film filmmaking generally is expensive. So at that level, them shits would be like forty thousand dollar lighting kits and stuff. So like crazy, crazy shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was cool. That was a great little experience, you know. So when did you first start getting into the full swing of I want to shoot music videos. Can you um, remember your first one, your first client? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, my first my first client was uh, my man Justin at Howard. Um, now after but, that, like once you hit the yeah. streets, you got your visuals by Luke Page. Yeah, yeah. I started a little. So coming out of high school, I started it. I started a really a photography page um, just because. Um, I didn't really, eat, I didn't have an Instagram. I've never had a personal Instagram. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, it was like a little photography page. Um, cause I was fucking with the photos also. Um, and then, yeah, I shot that video. Uh, and it was, it was still like homies. Like I would know people, um, and they'd be making music and they'd be like, yo, I need a video. Uh, so small connections. So I shot from my friend Alexa. She goes by Lucid Melody, um, and shot her video. And then her homie, uh, someone she knew, like another artist, Lim, hit me up. Um, shout out Lim. Um, he he wanted a video. Uh, it just started building a little bit organically. Um, it was definitely a slow start. So I've been doing it for about three years. Um, in that first year, very slow start. Very like word of mouth mostly um coming out of high school in that first year did you yeah. already have like the cool edits kits that you do now like did you have all that no and you just wasn't like uh, ready for it or um was yeah it, you just had to find all of it what was it like building up to what you have now i mean um yeah i like i said i knew the basics of the editing then i knew a little bit about I'm no camera expert or nothing, but I knew a little <laughs> bit about like cameras, um, which I think is important, you know. Uh, but no, I, the edit, all the edit shit, I just sort of learned over time, um, and like always trying to stay creative, like not trying to get stuck in one lane or like you know I got a you know I got this edit pack, I got these overlays, but trying to switch <laughs> it up all the time. Um, really always trying new shit, uh, which is from. Also shoot in different ways. So like having more studio shoots, just always trying to be creative, shooting different styles, um, always, you know, pushing myself to be creative. I think that's critical as like a filmmaker. Um, you don't want to be stuck in your in your groove. Uh, yeah, but learning it over time for real. YouTube is my best friend. Like anything, uh, you know, anything you, you really have a question about, uh, you can find out on YouTube. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Can you say you've learned more from YouTube than you've learned and then your actual going to school and that whole ordeal? Um, I would say on the edit tip, yeah. Um, yeah, because but I think the the school, the high school program was was definitely very beneficial. I wouldn't have ever gotten into music videos if not for that, you know? So like um it's, it's probably both. I'll say equally both. Because I think also, apart from being in the program, what the program actually taught, having that constant hands-on experience is critical. And that's the same with music videos. Like, just you get better by doing them, by doing more of them. You know, you continue to get better. Um, and, like, yeah, hands-on experience is hands down, like, the most <laughs> sure. like critical thing, I feel like. Now, 
In shooting music videos, just shooting this podcast, I've come across many issues. For sure. Uh, I want to release on this date, and it's mm-hmm. the release date. I can't export yep. the video. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying all that 30 different ways. Yep. I can't export it. It's not letting me upload to YouTube. Yep. That's it. It's not letting. <laughs> what? What's the biggest issue you've come across in your time? Uh, which, has there any been an issue that where it's like, whew, I dodged that one? Yeah. Uh, tell us about it. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, well, I think the biggest starting issue is like getting my name out there. But technically, the biggest issue um, was probably, uh, I think, Maybe not the biggest, like most common, but the worst issue is losing footage. You know, SD cards. It's it's no way to. It's very hard to <laughs> always. You know, anything can happen. SD cards, even the good ones, they can fuck up sometimes. Footage. You know, computers might hit random shit happens. Um, and it, sometimes you know, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it's my fault. I thought that it was on the <laughs> it was on the hard drive. Then the whole time it was not. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna clean the SD card. Uh, I think that's obviously, you know, going to a client and being like, yeah, bro, I lost, <laughs> like, I lost all the shit. It's always a horrible, horrible joint. And then I just think, but, you know, that's only happened um, a few times. And I've definitely gotten better at organization <laughs> systems. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like a crazy issue happening every time. But um, then I think just money um, in the beginning, money was, I was charging like 100 250 for for years like you know that's not that much money um but so equipment i mean you can it's it's great you can get a a a great kit for like under a thousand like video like a video camera stabilizer lights for under a thousand but still like as a college student or coming out of high school a thousand dollars it's not that easy so i think um every time i got equipment i would say i saw the improvement so i think that's not a, it's a little bit of a challenge, you know, um, just trying to get to a certain level. And what's the first camera you started off using? Man, I started off <laughs> with a Sony A seventy seven. Um, oh, you did alright. Yeah, it was alright. It was it was the one. So um, that's what I used to shoot in high school. Uh, it's like a big ass one. You know, people don't even. It was a DSLR, um, and. Yeah, it was cool. It was all right. <laughs> Nothing crazy. It took some good pictures too, so that was cool. Um, I think I got it for like 300, 400 with some lenses. So then I I just thugged it off that for a year. Uh, it was not, you know, it wasn't nothing crazy. Then I got a a Sony A6300, which I use to this day. I'm I'm about to get a new one. Hey. Thankfully, it's time. But um <laughs> but yeah. Sony A6300 was definitely a great camera. Um, I shot, at this point, the large majority of my videos on that camera. So, yeah. Shout out Sony, man. I'm a Sony. <laughs> I love Sony. No, I've in my days, my recent days of all this, I'm um, trying to put music out. I've been working with different creatives, and they seem to always be pulling out the Sonys. Yeah. So they're I, killing it on video. Yeah, I'm Sony's noticing the trend. Killing it. I'm but noticing the trend. It's some. I mean, it's 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 crazy times. Like you can get a 4K camera for like 500, 400 dollars these days. So, like, shout out <laughs> all the camera brands are. 
this summer has been crazy for cameras on some like real nerdy shit. Like Canon came out with some crazy stuff. Sony came out with some crazy stuff. Um, Panasonic has. Done. I I could talk about cameras all day. No, <laughs> talk me? about it's, it. You yeah, know, I'm trying to bring them I mean, up. It's um, <laughs> it's always. Why uh, would you? For, why do you prefer the Sony? Is it the clarity? Uh, I heard of the Panasonics. Yeah, I heard it. Why do you prefer the Sony? What's your thing with it? Um, well, that's what I started like learned on. So I think that's first and foremost. Um, and then when I was buying my first the A6300, and I bought that for like six hundred. Um, that was like a very affordable, good quality camera. So whenever people hit me up like, "Yo, what camera do you recommend?" I always recommend that because I think it's a great, great budget option. Even um, to this day, that's the yeah, one you to this recommend day, for sure. To this day, um, yeah, cameras. I mean, it's you can get a camera for a couple hundred, and you can get a camera for a hundred thousand. Right? It's always levels to like all every aspect of filmmaking, which is like cameras, um, lighting, um, stabilization, tripods, uh, sliders, um, stabilizers. Uh, and then endless extra shit you can like buy to, you know, add to your video, smoke machines, green screens, um, all that stuff. Uh, cameras are, you know, that's what the image comes out of. So that's critical. <laughs> you got to have a good camera. Um, so it's always, I think always just trying to invest back into my brand and like, um, when I have the money, um, buy that new camera. So like I said, I bought, I bought one camera made some money off it, bought the next camera. Then I bought another camera a little bit better than the Sony Fujifilm. And then I'm about to buy a new Sony um, and probably stick to that. Uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah. Now, <clears throat> what's the biggest shoot you've done? Uh, have you gotten a chance to do a large studio shoot where you pulling out the, the whole walls of green screen? Uh, have you been uh, privileged enough to um, work with any larger acts at all? Yeah. Um, so, well, this one, uh, the one video I think about um, when it comes to that is uh, the mix-up, which was Hunadik, uh, um, One Mirror, Lil Bucks, and Baby Qua. So all, like, and that was, that dropped not this, like, Damn near two years ago. No, one year ago. <laughs> one year ago. Um, and that one, all, you know, Philly, like, really pretty popping artists. Um, so it was really cool to work with them. That was the first time working with, like, and that joint's almost at half a million on YouTube. So I think that's in views and then just in terms of artists, that's uh, probably one of my biggest shoots. Um, hey, you stream that now. Everybody yeah, go get that. The mix-up. Get it to a million. Get uh, it to a million now. Then I got... <laughs> Yeah, I got uh, two vids that got our own world star um, this summer. One was just with uh, G1000, and then one was I edited it, and my homie uh, Grill shot it, um, and that was Busy Banks and Maceo Guns. Um, so they they were both of those are on World Star's YouTube page, World Star website. So that was uh, you know World Star. That's like the platform, <laughs> right? So that was definitely. Um, some bigger artists. Uh, and then I shot some shit that's never dropped with uh, Deformed Schiano, rest in peace. Um, oh, man, wow. It hasn't dropped, but like I, 
I think he was he was definitely one of my favorite like artists in Philly. Um, so like working with him was really cool. Hopefully that vid drops at some point. But you know, yeah, um, yeah. Ah uh, man, but well, we gonna take a second. I always like to take a second Definitely. whenever you know that comes across. To you know, just do a small moment of silence, just For to sure. you know pay our respects. You know, whenever you know you feel necessary, you know you can break the silence whenever you feel. Yeah. So we'll just take a couple seconds. Yeah, for sure. Rest in peace, Skiano. Um, yes, sir. And I will say, I'm not trying to like front, you know, I didn't know him super well, um, but he was one of the artists that, re the first large, I would say the first large artist to reach out with me. I worked, uh, shot a video for his man, uh, Deform Gotti. Um, shout out him. Uh, and then Skiano reached out. So that was really exciting. And then he always showed love. Like he was definitely one of the more thorough people I've met in like this music industry um especially for big artists big artists it's a whole like them be liking to pay and shit uh it's definitely but he always like he always would be like what do you charge um so i shot two joints for him uh one was a feature um and yeah he was super thorough so rest in peace yeah rest in peace skeeto and yeah uh shout out to the guy <clears throat> now <Nambo. clears throat> oh excuse me god damn fuck you uh now, <laughs> an artist that I seen you work with um, is an artist that I'm very close to. One of my friends, um, Standing Cannon. Shout yep. out you, bro. Yep. We got to get in. We got to yep. lock in. Um, his uh, video, Slide Through. Yep. Um, Vibe. Great tune. <laughs> yeah. Man, when I saw that, I'm like, God damn. Yeah. I see videos of people, uh, you know, jumping around in the hood. They got the guns out. Everything's lit as far yeah. as that's concerned, hood-wise, street-wise. But yeah. what you captured that day. Some different energy, for sure. It, everything was pure. Yep. The vibes, the women. Super. Everything was just around. You just... Can you tell us about it? How yeah. was it working? Yeah. Um, like I said, you know, my shoots vary. Uh, and that was definitely one of my favorite shoots. Uh, he hit me up. Super thorough dude. Yeah, shout out him. He's he's a great artist and, and just a great person. Um, he hit me up off bat. He was like, yeah, I'm trying to do this like cookout type of vibe. Capture that energy. I was like, let's get it. That's fire. Um, and uh, yeah, so he, he had the whole block out, block party type vibes. Um, yeah, it was food, it was lick, like, you know, it was, it was a great time. Um, we was out there for <laughs> nine hours. It was definitely a long ass shoot. It was like a, but you know, it was it was just capturing the energy, real genuine, like love. Um, definitely, and the video came out nice. You know, the energy, I mean, I think one of the things, and we we're supposed to lock in again this month, um, so look out for that. Yeah, sir. Um, one of the things I think he did well, uh, just as an artist is like, he put a lot of effort into the shoot. He made sure everything was like set in stone. Um, people were going to be coming out. Um, like just a lot of energy in creating that environment for like a great shoot to happen. Um, and I think that's, that's important as an artist to think about uh, 
yeah, bring in like solid vibes. Of course, that's going to turn out in the video. And that video is out now on my YouTube channel. One of the first ones, actually. I think it's about to be at like 5K uh, hey. in a couple months. So, you know, definitely great joint. Everybody get out there. Get out there now. Stream. Slide through. Hit slide up YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Apple Music, SoundCloud, wherever it's available, make sure you do your due diligence yep. and get with my guy, Standing Cannon. Mm -hmm. Now, was it just you and your one camera? <laughs> um, Did you have a homie with you? Like it had, like it was vibes. It yeah. was endless vibes. I know I mean, you said nine hours, but damn. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just me. I um right now <clears> I shoot <throat> on a few cameras. I'm pulling up with like uh three cameras these days. Um, like I said, the Sony. Uh, I got a Fuji film. It's another camera, a little bit better. Um, and then I use like an old school VHS um, also. I'm not sure I used it that much, but uh, yeah, it's normally me. Um, normally just me uh, shooting. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I got equipment, so I'll be out there as long as needed. Uh, so, so that day it was definitely just on some like, be out there a long time, capture all the vibes throughout the day. I was out there at four, so it was just getting started. DJ was setting up all that um, until late night. You see some shots, people out there just like turning up, fireworks going, everyone's like drunk. Uh, it's, it's a great, yeah, it definitely <laughs> was a great shoot and came out very well. Yeah, but mostly I'm rocking solo. Um, sometimes someone will pull up with me, but often I'm it's just me. Damn, now. When you getting, when you capturing nine hours, nine hours all work, mm -hmm. all film. A person like me, I'ma upload that in the uh, final, yeah. final, final cut. Mm -hmm. Shout out the final cut. Yup. And I'm lost. Yeah. All this, I'm lost. I'm yeah. gone. It's just, it's just what the fuck? Hold mm -hmm. up. A hundred videos. What go first? What go second? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How is it breaking down? Are you organized? Yeah. Do you just let it flow and yeah. it just fall in place for you? How's yeah. your work? How's your workflow? Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not that organized. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little bit. Um. So normally it's like this. Um. First off, when you're out there for hours, right? I've had some shit. So it's been like twelve hours. Um. Like long ass days. You got to make sure you got to come prepared with your batteries, SD cards. Um. Uh, make sure everything's just charged up, ready for the day. So that's critical. Um, and then, like that day, I think I filled up three SD cards. Um, <laughs> so, sixty-four yeah. gigs, one twenty. Sixty-four gig. <laughs> gigs. So that's yeah, that's like almost two hundred gigs of footage. Um, but that one, a lot of it, we really did. So it's performance scenes and then B-roll, right? We really did two, three, maybe four performance scenes, and then the rest was B-roll. So the process is like, first off, you I think you if you're going into editing, like heavy editing, you need a solid computer. Um, like you said, you sometimes you throw it in the program, starts you can't even watch it. Like, what do you call a solid computer? Because yeah. sometimes I get my John get the scrolling, I get the mm -hmm. smacking it. What do mm -hmm. what do you call? What's your specs for a solid computer? Yeah, I get. So I recommend you you people love Mac, and I I support Mac, uh -oh. but PC. If you can build yourself a PC, 
that's going to be a more powerful computer. So um, you're a builder. You can build it. Yeah, it's not that. It's not as hard as you would think. Um, I I did it with my homie who like is into that. Um, and so yeah, my man Ishmael came over. We bought the parts. It's really like five main. It's like the GPU, the CPU, um, motherboard, RAM, uh, power supply. So it's not it's not a ton of of parts. It sounds like a thousand dollars. It so the first pro <laughs> yeah so that's the thing it definitely but you can get more power for the money than Mac so I mm. built something I think it ran me and there's videos on YouTube shout out YouTube again yes yeah, um uh, I think it was six hundred for my first one and this was like about a year ago um so yeah just bought the parts assembled them put them together got it booted up uh definitely for video editors you need a lot of RAM. And you need a good CPU. That's what I use Adobe Premiere and After Effects. Um, and that's like programs that are more heavy on CPU and RAM. Um, yeah, so that's like a solid computer. Uh, yeah, that's critical though, especially if you want to, you know, if you're just cutting stuff together, um, you you probably, unless the footage size is really big, you wouldn't need nothing crazy. But if you're trying to throw in some effects and stuff, definitely got to invest in a solid computer. So, you're not a current MacBook user. You actually no. just use the computer. The big it's ass, yeah, the big <laughs> ass PC desktop, um, for sure. It, it got to that point. I I edited off a of Mac desktop for a long time, and that's a good joint. But um, yeah, that PC when I had to like invest, that was like the school's computer. When I had to buy my own six hundred, I got something that was as powerful as a Mac desktop. So you know, um, that worked. And then I just upgraded a couple months ago. Um bought some more parts for it. So yeah, it's good computer, critical. So <clears throat> the knowledge to build your own computer versus going out and spending money and the extras on somebody who already manufactures. Uh, did that knowledge come from early on in your high school learnings and being able to uh, manipulate different tools and optics in order to create what you need on the fly or um did that just like you said shout out to youtube again yeah like the youtube just yeah i just want to find a different way to go yeah youtube um and then like i said my man ishmael uh who knew how to do that sort of helped me yeah it is a, it is complicated like world but youtube i what i did just youtube like editing computer it'll be budget builds it'll be more complex builds then I had my man help me out, and uh, we went out to a micro center, like a computer store, um, and yeah, bought it, built it. Uh, it's not as hard. <laughs> I definitely would recommend people to to build it if you have the capacity. It's not as hard as you might think, but it is it is helpful to know someone who like knows that, and probably hit up like people that game. It's like a lot of it is similar to gaming computers. Like that's that's who buys like. Like that big Alienware yeah, type. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I do want to get a laptop that is more portable. Um, but yeah. It, now, can you build a laptop? You can. I don't know how. <laughs> it's somewhat. <laughs> it's it's a little more complicated. I'm not quite sure the specifics on that, but yeah, you can. So just getting tapping back into the uh you know, your resume. Um, I believe you did a joint for Poundside. Yeah, it's it's not uh it's not released. Definitely a great joint. Um we shot that 
in September earlier this month. And Lil Mushi uh, is it's a Pound Sauce feature. It's a Lil Mushi song. He's fire. He's going up quickly. Get with him. Uh, now, what's his name again? Lil Mushi. Because I saw it. I ain't really want to tap in too mm-hmm. much about it because I wanted to ask you about it. Yeah. Um, who is he? Where is he from? Um, Philly? Is he from somewhere else? Yeah, he's and- from uh, West Philly. Uh, he's from West Philly. I shot a video for him and his whole his people. Um, it was like four people in the song. Shot that earlier this summer. Um, and then that joint started going up. And Lil Mushi, I know he promoted that joint like yeah, heavily. Yeah, he so so then uh PMB Rock was on him. Um mm. and he's kind and he's in some conversations with some like some up there people, A and Rs and shit. So um yeah, and, and it was off that first video that just started going up. Got it posted on the pages. Um are any artists gotta gotta be on that promotion shit. Like like getting it posted. Obviously, like Philly Scoop Paul's good, say cheese. Um then any big Instagram page, just it's and paid promotion just through Instagram. Um, and there's other third party like ads that'll put the YouTube video as an ad on other websites and stuff. All right. Um, yeah, any of any of that, like promote your music well. If you go and drop money on the video, on anything, on the designer to wear in the video, <laughs> put money behind the promotion. You feel me? Um, get it out there, cause cause yeah, Lil Mushi, he start blowing up like. Damn near out of nowhere. He been putting in work, but like he just moved right with that video and got the pound side feature. He got some shit with Rico Havoc on the way. Mm. Um, yeah, he just locked in correctly as yes, an artist, sir. you know? Yes, sir. God damn. And hopefully, hopefully that video is gonna come out soon. Um, very excited. Great, great job. <laughs> yeah, we shot it in North Philly right around Pound Side's way. So came out really well. Now how is it for you? You shoot the video. Yeah. I know my guy Cash, he records the songs. So right. it's like he mixes it, he masters it, then that's the process. And then, you know, you, you wait for the song to come out. Yeah. When you shoot a video, are you like excited about it or is it you got it? So it's like, yeah. I, when When I get excited, I just watch it. How yeah. is it for you? Because I'd be wondering how do, you know, videographers live and yeah. is it that exciting or is it we it shoot is. it and, you know, you do what you do? I mean, um, it's it varies. Um, definitely, I mean, I'm trying to work. My goal has always been to work with artists that I, like, personally fuck with and I fuck with the music, right? Because that's going to become a better video, right, just off the strength. Like, if you if you fucking with it, of course, you're going, like... The art is just going, you know, blend together well, the video and the music. Um, I definitely fuck with, like, most of most of the artists I work with music. Um, I, it is a job, so, like, if I do pay me the right amount, of course I'm going to do the video. Um, and even if it's not a song that I personally, like, really, really love, um, I think, like I said, always staying creative and just maybe taking that as an opportunity to try new things. Um, yeah, it depends. Like, sometimes I go to a shoot, um, and that shit would be fire. And I even know, you know, sometimes I know it's art. Right, it's going to be a crazy shoot. We got this studio location or we got this crazy, like, location. Um, sometimes it'll be, like, just on the block or I shot some shit uh, in a garage and it came out crazy. So, like, <laughs> I, sometimes it's a level to where, like, I don't always know, um, like, what it's, what it's going to turn out. And then if the footage is good, like... 
you got to be at the point where like you can watch the video without any edits and be like, all right, this is hard. You know, you got to have the footage I've look seen good. You on it. You know, I've seen you yeah. on it. So like, yeah, yeah. We like literally we shot. Um, let's see, two videos I think of uh, this uh, IDK mirror joint that I shot. Pulled up. It was like sort of a last minute shoot. Um, we was about to cancel it. And I was like, no, bro, let's do it. Um, let's do it today. Uh, pulled up. It was in his garage. He had all these four-wheelers and shit out. It was it was like three scenes. In in this room, he had a money counter, so it was a crazy scene because of that. He had all these racks out. Um, and then in the garage, and he had all these dirt bikes. People started spinning, like a big garage. So people started spinning around on the dirt bikes. Smoke was coming up. Crazy-ass footage. Um, and then the other one is with my man, Honeykey Diego. Um, and he had gotten released from jail that day, I believe. So he he was like, he hit me up. And I had met him before this, but he hit me up. He was like, bro, I got to staff you right now. Come out to West Philly, shoot this joint. So I was like, Damn. all right, say no more. Um, I was like, I was like kind of bookings but closed. We was like, pull up on me. Like, I got you. You want to get paid and shit. So I was like, all right, bet. It literally, he was on house arrest, right? He's on his porch. He got the, <laughs> the monitor, but like just the way the energy on the block and just the scenes came out super, super crazy. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm always, I'm always, I've, of course, I'm always going to like try to shoot it well, but just something, sometimes it falls in place with the music, with the location, the energy of the artist, like performance energy is a big thing. So if someone's like, just, you know, <laughs> doing the lyrics, vibing a little bit. That might be cool, but if someone's really like pays attention to how they're performing, how they look, um, the energy they're given, of course that's gonna come out in the video. Um, you know, there's so many layers to like what makes good music, what makes a good video, and like location, the performance of like the performance of the artist, mm -hmm. super super critical. I would say super up there in terms of things that like just on camera are gonna bring that scene out, bring that uh, video come together. And then of course, once I get in there, like the cinematography, the shots, the framing, the colors, um, and then editing and edits on top of that. And, and pacing of videos, you know, how they're cut together. Um, good B-roll. Um, it's kind of corny if you're just watching someone, you know, rap for three minutes straight, you might get bored. So you got to chop in that B-roll, uh, get some scenes of whatever on the location, all that. What do you think is your best video, in your opinion? My best video is... Best quality work. For sure, the IDK Mirror. Um, where you been, IDK Mirror? Um, like I said, the shoot came out really well. Just the footage came out very, very well. And then the song, great song. Um, then I just got creative with the edits, tried some new things. Um, his performance energy, like I said, was super there. So yeah, that IDK mirror joint, yeah. crazy. Now, I love how it came out. I'm not going to ask you to tell us who was the worst vid. Because <laughs> that's not what this is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Can you tell us about saving a video? Where it's like, I don't quite know where this was going. Yeah. But we're gonna do this. Mm. And you possibly surprised yourself, like, oh shit, damn. I did that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I think just getting creative with the editing. So if the location might not be all that or the energy isn't quite um 
you know, crazy off off bat. Um, I mean, some I think worst scenarios are when it's bad lighting. Um, you know, you got to turn your uh, if if there's no light, you got to turn your ISO up on your camera so that can come out a little grainy. That's obviously like a bad situation. But I think um, when that happens, I like just try to get creative with the edits. <laughs> um, and one thing that's cool is, you know, the old school looks are in style. So if the footage might not be great, just throw a little VHS put, <laughs> like filter on there and it'll like... It'll, I it'll, was waiting for you know? it. I was waiting for you it because I seen it and that's, I was like, let yep, me see. Yep, VHS and like old school Super 8 style. Um, definitely <laughs> can save some footage. Because that's the look when it's like shaky and stuff. That's like that Super 8 look. So... It works perfectly. <laughs> I'm glad that's in style. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever shot a video out of frame? Out of frame? Yeah, I definitely had some um, some situations where the framing has not been great. <laughs> Whether that's constraints just of the space of the shoot. Um, one thing, people be trying to shoot while they're in the front seat of the car and I'm in the back seat of the car. It's not... <laughs> It's never a good idea. It's just, no? I mean, because you got to think about it. I couldn't wait to do that. <laughs> I know. I mean, I get it. Because you want to be in the car driving. If anything, have the cameraman on the passenger side. Or have some shit. If you can, this is a lot. Like, I don't, I may have never done this, but, um, like, another car, you know, driving by. But because if I'm in the back, I can't really get the framing right on the front. You know, it's going to look kind of weird. Um, and that's just something I mentioned because... A lot of times, I'd be like, all right, hop in the back. I'd be like, I don't know if this Look is the one, bro. Here. I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever found yourself, because I'd be on the YouTube shit, too. Have you ever For found sure. yourself hanging out the window in one yeah. car yeah. and uh, doing, like, 25 while you filming another? Um, What's the craziest done, position you've ever been in trying to film something? I think, yeah, I've definitely hung out the front cars, the front window of a car um, and shot in the back. Uh, I did... I mean that I think that comes out pretty fire, honestly. That's not the worst. Uh if they're out the back window and I'm out the front window, that can be a fire shot because you get the movement and you know. Um let's see. If craziest. I mean, okay. Yeah, the craziest, um, and this is also unreleased video, um, <laughs> with my man NXG. Um who we've we got a lot of videos in great artists definitely check him out um we just was on the top of an abandoned building i had location scouted it and i was like because he was like i want to abandoned building i was like all right bet bro i got some around my way like the old tasty cake factory and shit um around like wissick and avenue um so I, I but it was some shit we had to like climb through a window you know go up these rickety ass stairs and so i hit him up i did it before him I, but i'd be okay. like i'm kind of crazy so, oh, I was so you like, do this by yourself you location sometimes by yourself if it's if it's requested like I, he had a vision and i was like <laughs> yeah i got some abandoned buildings but then i hit him up i was like bro it's kind of a uh suspect location like, it's kind of uh it's kind of hard to get there so let me know if like you're down with this um and he was so we was on the top of this um like old abandoned factory uh and yeah i think that's the craziest that's also illegal so i mean you gotta you know i, I like one time we i also when my man cost him we shot in uh the old septa yard like on wissican avenue so mm. we had to like sneak in there while the it was some people around um sneak in there real quick but uh 
Yeah, I think that's in terms of crazy, crazy shooting locations, probably those. So do people reach out to you and say, bro, I'm trying to shoot. Like, can you can you help me? Like, and just send you the song and be like, can you come up with some? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I get all, all sorts of requests. Um, some people come with a very solid concept. Um, some people come and it's like a simple concept, but it's clear, like, all right, we're going to pull up, we're going to shoot here, here, here. Um, and then some people be like, yo, can you help me put together this vision? And I'll write what's called a treatment. Um, and that's just outlining the video, outlining the um, all sorts of details, locations, equipment needed, um, any actors or extras needed, uh, and sort of the, the vibe you're going for. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, sometimes I do that. Uh, I definitely, if I'm doing that, <laughs> I want to be fucking, you know, I want to, like, fuck with the music, fuck with the artists, um, because it is a lot of work, and it's hard for me. If I'm not, you know, if I don't have a vision, it can be hard. So, But I definitely, um, like, like Standing Cannon, uh, we were on the phone a few times, getting clear on the vision. Um, so I definitely want to... It's, it's great when it comes out like that, you know, when the artist wants to do some shit and like they hit me up, uh, ask for some advice on how to how to put it together and it pans out. It's always a always a good joint. Have you ever had to turn down a vid because of that? Because what? Like I wasn't fucking with it? They, oh. Not necessarily not fucking with it. It's a lot of times where I necessarily just can't do a beat because I feel like it's not for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel you. Have you ever had to say, nah, bro, I can't, I'm not gonna take your bread. It's nothing I can do with this. <laughs> I've, um, I have ducked some people a little bit. Um, I don't, I mean, I get hit up, a lot of people hit me up um, these days, which is a blessing, right? I'm very grateful to be like, have constant work. Um, but I definitely have people send, I think it's more so like if they send through the songs and I'm fucking with them, I have a vision for them. Um, I'll definitely make sure to connect with them more and make sure the shoot pans out, you know? Um, but if, if like, I don't know, I don't quite know the vision or like, I'm not, I'm not really, it's not for me. Um, I'll probably just, if they do in a book, just give me the information. I'll do it. You know, it'll come out, but like, you feel me? It's You roll with the punches. You yeah. just, you, they give, you go. <laughs> for sure. Uh, man. So... Do you have any tips for people who may want to get into the videography? Yeah. Uh, where do I get the cool graphics? Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any advice for people who don't do the cool graphics and might want to get into the cool graphics? Because yeah. I mean, bro. It's a lot. What you do? <laughs> I'm pretty sure takes a takes some time. For sure. Cause just putting together simple shit for me. Yeah. It's like ah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my videos take like anywhere from like thirty to fifty hours um, on the editing. Tip. Damn. So yeah, it definitely takes time. Um, I would say any advice. I mean, cameras are pretty affordable. Like I said, that's that's a great thing. Um, buy what you can and start working with that. Um. And then just start doing it. Like, if you want to get into it, just start doing it. Um, everyone, I would, you know, I would advise learn about cameras first. Like, that's 
you're not you're not gonna have a good video without <laughs> some understanding of cameras. And it, it's like when sometimes, you know, I can tell I have an eye when I'm like, oh, this person didn't quite know about the camera aspect or didn't put the effort to like learn about that. So like just like it's literally as simple as YouTube, learn what aperture means, ISO means, shutter speed means. Um, those are like the basic three to like create yeah. a shot. Um, and then you go and know someone that makes music. Everyone makes music. Like, especially if you're in Philly, every, you know, everyone makes music. So I, you, I'm sure you have some friends that if you're starting out, you can hit them up like, hey, I'm trying to do this thing. Um, definitely prioritize your time. Even if you're starting up, you deserve compensation for your work. Um, so, uh, and then getting out there on the flip side, I have done free videos. I've done a fair amount of free videos. Um, definitely trying to get my name out there. Uh, and I've cut, you know, good deals for artists that, uh, it's beneficial to work with big artists. Um, so people say like never do a free video. I I'm not gonna lie, it's it's it is it can be very beneficial. That's like what put me on. Like I I did I mentioned it the mix up that was for free. Um, but I'm like grateful I did that because it started getting my name out there. Um, yes sir. So like, but it's it's you gotta find that balance. Do free videos if it's beneficial to you, beneficial getting your name out there and building clientele and beneficial to your brand. If you fuck with the artist, definitely like don't be scared or don't feel like you can't work for free. But you know, we try to see money off this as artists. So like, you know, balance, find that balance for yourself. And definitely once you get to a certain point, um, like. At this point, I haven't done a free video in a little while just because I, I I don't need that to like continue. Right. I, I'm I'm able to work <laughs> with artists I like 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 the vision for, and I get compensated. That's amazing. Yes, and I still cut deals. I mean, you know, I it's it's always beneficial um, to work with like artists that are popping, and I'll be like, yeah, um, like I charge a thousand a video these days. Like, so it's it's it's, it's a fair amount. So I'll cut that down for artists that I fuck with. And um, the two people, the main two like groups that I cut it down for is people that have been fucking with me for a long time. Um, and I like, you know, I love them as people, you know? So I, of course I'm gonna look out. Um, and then artists that are popping up in Philly, it's beneficial to like, for for me, for my brand to, in my craft, like get better at my craft, keep my name out there. It's beneficial to work with them. I'll cut them a deal also. And that's like often like the bigger artists, you know? So yeah, that's what I say on that. I just want to say first and foremost, yeah, free. We all do free things. It's For the sure. entertainment world. So, you know, it comes with the game. But um, you mentioned you started from 100 right. to 50. Yeah. Shout out to growth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you all, I, that's what my other advice for real, just always up your price. If you like, I, I'm so much happier that I can work on like five videos a month and like really put effort and time into them um, instead of charging 250, putting less into them and trying to do a lot because I'm trying to, you know, make the same amount of money. If I was charging 250 versus five, I'd have to do five times, I'd have to do like 25 a month, you know? So like, <laughs> Um, yeah, always, always don't be scared to up your price, um, and negotiate off that if you feel like you're able to negotiate for sure. I still negotiate with artists all the time, but, um, yeah, up that price, man. Like, yeah, get what you know you're worth, man. Yeah. Add a little bit of tech. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And bit. it's a time thing. Like, 
when I'm I'm at this point where like I don't have like I said I'm trying to keep the number down. I don't have that many bookings, so it is like a time thing, and I feel like videographers deal with that too. Up your price just off the strength that like people fighting it to like get the video, you know. So like, <laughs> yeah, don't be scared to up the price. Ever. Supply and demand is a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Now, and in the industry, real quick, like in the mm-hmm. industry, people char- like labels drop hundreds of thousands on videos. That's insane. And I mean, yes, they're getting crazy, crazy products, but like, no, don't let someone tell you, oh, a, a video isn't worth that. Bro, people spend so much money on videos. It is worth that. Like, it's it's a very beneficial thing for artists to have high quality videos. It's essential. Yeah. You gotta, essential. I mean, YouTube's one of the main platforms people get discovered off of. Probably the main platform people get discovered off of. So having a high quality quality video on youtube that can definitely make you blow up expand your career so like don't be scared as as a artist like making the music don't be scared to pay that money and get a high quality video you promote it right it's going to go up um and as a videographer a digital artist even photographers like that's that's an important a very very critical skill in today's music industry so yes sir. also don't be scared to up your price and charge for that quality especially if you're growing like that should be the goal of all, you know, content creators to constantly grow, right? So if you if you feel like you're growing, of course you gotta up your price, you know? That that that's what makes it able to buy the better cameras, buy the better lights, you know, rent the studio time. Um and produce better product. Exactly. Yeah, sir. Now outside of Camera, camera, camera. Yo, bro, can you pull out the camera? Yo, bro, right. I know you ain't got your camera. Can you just take a picture on the phone? Because cause you got the eye, bro. You got the eye. You can just take a picture on the phone, and it's going to be crazy. <laughs> I know the vibes. Yeah. Outside of all of that, what is visuals by Luke? Regular day. Yeah. It's just you want a vibe. Yeah. You wake up. Fuck videos. Yeah. I know the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck your video. For sure. I see your text. I'm going to hit you back. Yeah. I'm not on that right now. Right, <laughs> right. For sure. And that's critical. You got to take time to, like, take care of your mental health and shit. What's the self-love time like? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, always uh checking in on your people, on your family. Like, I definitely make sure... um. Yeah, just checking with your people and, like, making time to, like, maintain your relationships. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful and, and lucky to have, like, a strong community around me, my family and my folks. So that's that's always, like, I think good for me. I'm a little bit of extrovert. So if I'm feeling, you know, burnt out off videos and stuff, you know, I always, like, hit up my my folks and be like, hey, let's, let's like, hang out. Um, then... Yeah, I think getting off the screen, like we live in an age where everyone's on social and then I'm also looking at camera screen. If not that, I'm looking at computer screen. Um, getting off the sc- screen, like getting outside, I think is is underrated in this day and age. So I still like to, you know, take hikes, go on a bike ride, go to the gym, some shit like that. Um, I like to garden also. My mom always brought me up. We was like gardening and stuff. So um Producing your food, that's that's another cool thing. Um <laughs> uh so you you yeah. know how to grow your own food and it's yeah, a little bit. Yep. God damn, what you growing? 
Uh, right now it's it's fall. It's winding down. It's some uh just some squash, some pumpkins. You know, we're getting into that season. But during summer, my mom would had. It was right uh community garden right on Pulaski, Pulaski and Zeralda. And uh, we was growing everything, lettuce, tomatoes, uh, like chard, spinach, all that. It was God yeah, damn, it was a cool, you in a mix. You know, yeah. And then also I do, if I'm not on that, um, I also, I do a lot of community organizing. So like sort of activism stuff. Um, so I have a nonprofit that I started when I was in, in high school with some other students. Um, and that's around fighting for better schools, fighting for a better education for, for students in Philadelphia. You know our district's a mess. If you've ever been to a public school, Fucked. you already know. Like, Fucked up. Yeah, so so just working around that shit. Um, and that's, like I said, starting in high school. To this day, I work multiple hours a day on that. It's called Urbed. Definitely check us out. Um, we're on Instagram and shit. And then... Uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Don't, don't yeah. steamroll past it. Make sure if they need it, they can get it. What is it called again? Uh, the Instagram is Urbed Advocates. Um, and like I said, it's a by student, for student, nonprofit working around education stuff. Um, so right now we're trying to get the police out of schools, you know, with this whole, um, this this current resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and, but it's, you know, we know the issue's been there for years. Like I know in high school, I was working with another great group, Philadelphia Student Union. They're out in West on 52nd. Um, and my friend uh, was assaulted. He went to Benjamin Franklin. He was assaulted by a school police officer for trying uh. to use the bathroom. Um, and so, you know, for years, we've our school, everywhere is police, right? This is America. It's some fucked up shit. But, uh, but in schools specifically where students should feel safe and, and you know, supported, um, instead they're going through metal detectors, maybe being patted down, and then uh, the police are treating them crazy. So we're trying to... Um, replace the police with another sort of person focused on restorative justice, so more like conflict resolution stuff. Um, and trauma-informed, you know, it's Philadelphia. It's the largest poor city in America. So, like, people are coming into schools with a lot of trauma. Yes, um, sir. So, like, trying to have people in the buildings that can support that because people, schools will have four police officers and not one counselor, right? Um, not one person looking out for their mental health, not one person trying to help them succeed, whether that's in college, whether that's just straight into a workforce, um, trade school, whatever, uh, our schools aren't really meeting that, you know, that need. And they should be. That's what school's for, right? The fuck? Man, the, the funding that they strip from schools is yep. scary, and they're going to learn yep. how to curve this virtual learning yeah. into a permanent situation. Yeah, and sure. it's definitely something that, we ha we gotta pay attention to. They saying yeah. they gonna slowly. This is just a test run. Yeah, a I test feel run that. of something, a greater evil. Mm. Yeah, like I said, I mean everything's going virtual. I think detaching from screens is critical. And yeah, schools. I think I think I think you're not wrong. It could be some some more permanent um, online schooling. And if that's the situation that works for you, cool. But I definitely think I you know I loved and I think everyone loved. Even if school was burning you out and it wasn't your thing, um, still having a place that's like outside of the home. A lot of students coming from homes that may not, you know, may not be supportive. So getting that support from from their school community, their school staff is like uh, pretty pretty critical, I would say. And that's a great outlook on it. That's a For great sure. outlook on it. Now, 
dang, you do a whole lot of it. It's it's so many. Yeah. I had I was going somewhere, but then you pulled me right back I, I, into yeah, something different. I feel you. you live in a whole different world. I mean, you're growing <laughs> natural foods. Uh, Trying to. <laughs> you you doing some activism. How long has that been going? Um. Well, I was my parents brought me up in a like activist sort of household. They they uh, moved to Philly in the '80s, so they um, brought me up like just around sort of in those circles, community organizing circles. Um, and uh, yeah, social justice um, in all of its different forms. Um, so I was interested then in high school, like you mentioned school funding. Um, I remember and there was a big wave of cuts in like the early, like 2012, there was a big wave of cuts. Yeah. Um, a lot of schools got closed, like 32, I believe. Um, and there was about to close. They closed down Germantown High, um, which was the school I would have, if I didn't like apply to the, you know, the whole application process for high school. But um, that was like my zip code school. Then uh, JB Kelly, which was right down the street from me, was slated to be closed. Thankfully it didn't uh, close. But um, so, and we lost like our music teacher, a lot of our arts programs, you know, that's one of the first things to go, right? As soon The very first. Yep. So music went right athletics. out. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, our art program was cut and uh, all that stuff. So I think I, and that was also around the time, um, a lot of stuff was going on in the world. Like uh, I remember learning more like political education and, and learning about and social studies, starting to talk about more real life issues. Um, and not just like the, you know, Revolutionary War. We started talking about like some realer stuff. Then getting into high school, staying in that space, um, getting involved with Philadelphia Student Union, like I mentioned, and then starting this nonprofit, Herb Ed, uh, was, yeah. That's, and then that's now what I'm in school um, in college for uh, is human development, which is like educational psychology. Um, and yeah, I think that's, between that and videos, which, like you said, it's kind of like kind of different things, you know? Totally uh, it's different. It's definitely connections, but yeah. <laughs> it's, so between that and videos, I mean, I think that's what I'm going to do for my life um, coming out of college if I don't drop out. What? <laughs> yeah. Now, we're going to get back to that. It's a couple things we're going to check on, and then I got to do some promo. But don't you go nowhere. Stay comfortable. We getting right, right back to it, my right. guy. Shout out to everybody in the room. This is the Morning Woods Podcast. We'll yes, be sir. right back. Back. Okay. I heard y'all saying what y'all was saying. I'm, I'm trying to be sure because when the audio synced with the, with the all that good shit. We back. He off screen. Yeah, I'm gonna hold a five up and you're gonna get five minutes. Got you. Okay. And we are fucking back. Yo, 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 yo. We are back. I'm still with the guys and we still have the fucking vibes. I'm still in here with my fucking guys. Now, Luke. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I already told you during the break. You mentioned something about if you don't drop out. <laughs> I mean, it's you know school school a little heavy, but we'll see, we'll see. 
is it a little heavy because of the workload that you're doing outside I of it? I just don't or? fuck with school. I feel like school not, you know, school. I hate that shit. Yeah. I, college is its own shit, too. Um, you definitely got It is a little bit that, like, like I said, you know, we talked about, I got, you know, organizing shit, video shit. Um, and that's opportunities basically only out of school. Um, so, yeah, it's it's college is just kind of kind of crazy. You know, you got to stay on top of shit. I'm not saying I'm not on top of shit, but I just have lost a lot of interest in that. Um, so it's hard to like, you know. It's a I'm lot at, of discipline. Yeah, it is for sure. It's a lot of discipline sometimes. Uh, you just don't need. Especially with the Zoom shit, bro, because you're never in class. So it's like, it's hard to connect for me. But we'll see. I'm going to try to finish up. You know. Now, how far along are you? I am a but senior, <laughs> so I'm trying. I'm trying to finish up for sure. I am a senior, but um, how many months you got left? I think it's till May, whatever that is. Oh, That's you better it. cut it the fuck up. <laughs> you right? Oh no! You right. Oh no! You right. <laughs> oh man! You right. Long as the grades there, if I can keep the grades up this semester, then if you, you know, pass, that means exactly. You know. That's how I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'll make it through. Make um, it through, man. Make it through. You yeah. paid the financial aid, all that shit. I learned the hard way. I did six months, which is probably like a semester. Yeah. College kids don't correct me. Um <laughs> whatever six months add up to. Mm-hmm. And then um I chalked it. I was down community. Yeah. Um I was in the park more than I was in class. I feel you. Uh Shout out to everybody down community in the park. Um, <laughs> the park was the vibe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know how it be. And I did more of that than anything. Yeah. So what school are you in? Howard. Howard University. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Now. Shout out, Howard. Correct me if I'm wrong. Howard is in Atlanta? Uh, It's in D.C. D.C. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never too accurate with it's, that type uh, shit. Morehouse and Spelman in Atlanta. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, you live, you uh, stay on campus, or you yeah, back I stay and on forth? campus. Um, like I said, I'm a senior. I stayed on campus two years, full years. Then I did uh, one semester off campus last year. Then I studied abroad. Um, like right when Corona was hitting, I had to come back early in March. Where um, were you? I was, uh, it was this really cool program. I was in, um, I was down south for two weeks and we went to Nepal, which is like in between India and China. Um, wow. And then we went to Jordan, which is right by Palestine in the Middle East. So um, really, really dope experience. Really great people there. Favorite place that you've been to out of those? Um, out, out of, of those, um, they were all different. You know, Nepal, that shit is halfway across the world. Both of them, like, completely different halfway across the world, so... What was it like in Nepal? What's the weather like? I, I uh, never even heard of that yeah. shit. I can't even picture that shit. Yeah, it's... it's um Beaches, sand, poor, no, it's, poverty? It's, uh... It's, it's got very... That's where Mount Everest is. So a lot of it is mountainous, like, um... But they got a couple... We were sort of in the valley in Kathmandu, which is, like, the major city. Um, and... We, uh, it was cool. It was a real packed city, like very busy. A lot of, they got a lot of motorcycles and motorpeds over, uh, over there. So, um, and we we're in like an old city section. So, you know, the U.S. is only, what, 500 years old, like not that old. So this is, we was around stuff that's like 2,000 years old, like crazy, 
Um, and uh, there was a large like Buddhist and Hindu population, so there was like these old beautiful temples and shit. It was Damn. it was a vibe. I, yeah, I definitely loved it there. Did you do any uh like documentary work for yourself? Like, mm. do you do any personal things when you go out, or do you are you yeah. more fuck that camera? I'm leaving it home. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I haven't been out uh, much um of the country. That was like I've been to uh, Palestine um and then I have been there. I took like a trip to Mexico went like before. Um I did some in Mexico, a little photo journal. Um but yeah, I was like fuck the camera this time. Um uh, I was like I'm just going cuz you know, it wasn't uh Yeah, I just wanted to get away from that. I literally like made a little post from closing bookings and then just left the camera home. Um just tried to live in the moment a little bit during that, you know, during that experience. I know the vibe cuz some people try to do the I'm gonna make the YouTube dollar and then do the vlog yeah. saying I was gonna ask you, yeah. is it all the way fuck this camera? <laughs> Cause I'm really feeling it, like man, yeah. fuck this camera. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I feel like uh, logistically, I didn't have my, we talked about my computer, I didn't, you know, I didn't bring the big ass uh, thing to edit. Um, I had a little laptop, um, so like logistically it would have been hard. We had to pack light. We're you know staying a couple nights here, a couple nights there, so we had to pack light. Um, yeah, I was just kind of, I just was trying to get some like uh, living the moment, real life experience shit on that time. In general, you know, I probably would never vlog that much. Maybe some damn life vlog, um, but I don't think I'm outgoing enough for like. Vlogging on the regular. Hey, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, Welcome exactly. Welcome to my channel. This loop. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd be on that type of time. But, um, yeah. You a I mean, gamer? I'm not, actually. No Call of Duty. Mm-mm. I'm not. You? I never grew up playing video games, uh, for <laughs> real. So, I just never, you know, got into it. Any special lady? You stay down with the lady? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have a uh, I have a girlfriend. Uh, we've been dating since high school, so that's shit like four years now. So it's, it's hey. you know it's pretty sturdy. Yeah. So when the camera when it's not camera time, it's yeah. lady time. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah, love her. We did like the distance thing because I was in D.C. She go to Westchester. Um, like I said, met in high school. Uh, yeah. Damn, that's thorough. Yeah, that's thorough. Anything else outside of the camera? Uh, we don't YouTube, we don't vlog, cause that's more camera shit. Yeah. What other interests do we do? Um, who is Luke? I mean, uh, a day in the I life. I definitely, I definitely love you know art. Um, outside of videography, like I, uh, I don't do that much art. I used to do some you know sketching and shit, which I think all plays into, you know, as an artist, you sort of. Uh, <laughs> Have to, you have some experience in a couple different realms? Like you know, you make music and you do the podcast. So like yeah, all that stuff. Like it's a little bit different takes on um, art. So, but I still love you know going out. Philly has a great art scene. So uh, you know when it's not Corona, this shit is all different now. But like you know art shows and uh, like I said, you know protests, organizing stuff. Um, yeah. What are some things that uh, you guys have organized? Uh, have you done events yet, just yet? Or are you still working yeah. on things in progress? Yeah, so so like I said, we got started in high school. We did an event when I was still in high school um, at City Hall. We had a little, like, sort of a launch party type of thing. We got our first grant, so we did. And then we did this report on the schools, surveyed students about uh, 
their experience around the building conditions. Obviously, those are horrible, like asbestos and stuff. So just their like experience. So we had a little event for that. And then not this past February, but the February before, so 2019, mm-hmm. um, we had this big event. I want to do more um, in the future. Like I said, after Corona, it was this big event for students, a lot of arts, a lot of performers came through, did their thing. Um, just like a fun night, but also trying to tap people into like different organizations that uh, they can work with, whether that's around art stuff, whether that's organizing, uh, whether that's like there were some great literacy like programs that came out um, after school, you know, programs that came out. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a real cool event. And I definitely want to do more of those because, you know, it's. It's basically hard for students. Being a student is a full-time job. Being a young person in Philadelphia is like a full-time job. And then you also probably got a full-time job. You know, you're probably like working somewhere. Literally. Trying to make some money and, and, and uh, you know, support yourself. So um, I think trying to build some more spaces for arts and for uh, organizing, getting involved for students is something I would be interested in. And we were, you know, were on that type of time um, in 2019 and will continue to be, you know, Corona is the curveball, but. For everything. Mm-hmm. Now you spoke on, you went and got a grant. Yeah. How do you go about doing something like that yeah. so young? Yeah, I mean. Finding funding like that. That was sort of the, um. yeah, this is, this is a great conversation. We, you know, we keep jumping on different topics. I'm fucking with it. Um, But yeah, so. We did about a year, no funding. We used to do like little bake sales in the cafeteria and shit, Damn. like real, like low, you know, like low really scale. Muscle. Yeah, and then we, um, <laughs> but then we wanted to be a nonprofit. And if you're a nonprofit, um, that's not a business, right? That's like a, it's a five hundred one c three, so you're tax exempt. Um, you're not, you can make money off it, but like that's not the goal. Isn't the money, right? Um, so we, if you're a nonprofit, you can apply for grants and. Being young, it was a challenge, like, manip- you know, just manipulating that space, understanding right. it. But um, it was also kind of a selling point, like, for more sort of radical grants. Um, if we're doing student work, like, that was our selling point was, like, we're students doing this for students, for student by student, right? So um, we got our first grant from Bread and Roses, great organization in Philly, um, and they have a grant specific for like, oh, you trying to start something around any issue, any sort of social justice issue, whether it's addressing racism, like um, this, we were doing the schools, any sort of of, of those issues, um, you can get a grant to like start your organization. So that's what we did. And then uh, we just continued to try to get funding. Um, that's the main source of funding for a nonprofit. Um, so, yeah. God damn. Bro, it's like things like that were like previous to months ago, things like that were like unfathomable to me. Yeah. How yeah. did you get to the mindset of uh, early activism? Yeah. Of course, maybe your family is the reason why right. you got to, uh, you know, growing your own food and understanding the importance of that. Yeah. But just having the early mindset that when you're young, you want to make change, uh, yeah. you want to be an effective, a positive, effective person in your your community. Right. Where does it all come from? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think, 
I think uh, my family, like I said, definitely just how my parents raised me and my sister, like that was the core, the start of it. Um, and then just seeing what happened in my community. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm from Germantown. It's a primarily working class, primarily African-American neighborhood. Um, I went to school and it was a it was a charter school, but it was a public charter. So we talk about, you know, budget cuts and that uh, and just seeing the experience like as a student in that system. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm white, so I definitely have more privilege, but like being really close, I was like the only white uh, student in my middle school. So like um, also seeing how it impacted primarily like my friends who were who were black, who were uh, Latino and like um, just, say, you know, it, it, even if I think, like you said, it can be hard as as a young person in Philadelphia, you see it, you know, it's an issue, right? You know, there's stuff going on around you in your community. That's like, damn, this is fucked up. Of course. Um, yeah, of course. But but it can be hard to tap into, like, how can we make change? So right. that's when I think I think it was the half, like seeing the issue, which I feel like most people just growing up will see that issue um, and then having the base of my parents and just being connected with some good people um, uh, in Philly doing the work that made me think like, wow, like this is, you know, it's, it's some, it's a fucked up like world, but like it's, it's people that are really, you know, doing the work, making a change um, and trying to tap into that, you know? So <clears throat> uh, you gave us the um, Instagram page. Is there anywhere else that we can go to? Uh, that we can own, that anybody, not just us in this room, that any right. anyone looking or seeking help uh, wants to make a change, yeah. um, but doesn't necessarily know how to effectively do that. Is there yeah. anywhere they can go, anyone they can see? Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, if you're a student, um, for sure, like I said, Urbed Advocates, I love to just reach out to us, reach out to me personally, um, tap you in on that. And um, Philadelphia Student Union, like I said, another great organization, always open to students. Um, on the arts tip, Mural Arts has some great, um, some great programs. There's a Philadelphia Youth, uh, Philadelphia Slam League, which is like for poetry. I know that was a big thing for a lot of people, um, in my school. Uh, and there's, uh, a different pro, there's a program at the Art Museum for like arts and, and really like, all this stuff is free also, um, which is yeah. pretty cool, you know? Um, yeah, that <laughs> Yeah, there's there's some great groups. Uh, Our City, Our Schools um, is a coalition of different groups. Um, a lot of them, I mean, one of the things is there's not that many organizing-based uh, options for young people. Um, but also, like, Black Student Union, my friend Zoe um, started that at SLA, and now there's African-American Student association i think um both of those are sort of citywide networks um definitely tap in with those folks um i'm sure there's at most high schools there's at least some little club uh that's like you know at least like volunteer service um then stay up to date like uh black lives matter philly is a great um instagram page to like stay up to date if you try and do the protests and stuff um yes sir yeah it's of course that's always very important so Black Lives Matter Philly, um, Philadelphia Liberation Center, um, 
it's it's great folks all around. And I feel you like are I'm well in tune. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing some Shout too. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, Shout out to you. It's around, you know. It's it can be hard to see, but it's it's definitely around. Um, Freedom School is another great one. Um, yeah, even just Google. Go on Google. Look around for like Philadelphia, um, organizing. You know, Philadelphia activism opportunities, all that stuff. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that much yeah, bullshit. Man. And also, if anyone, like, watching or, that, you know, anything, like, if they're interested in that, like, just hit me up. You know, we can talk. I'm around. Um, and like I said, it's it's critical uh, to for young people to get engaged and involved in that stuff. So, yeah, if anyone has any questions, I'm definitely around. Oh, man. Once again, I just want to say thank you again, man, for coming through. Of course. Uh, it's been great. It's so much to still run through. Yeah. It's still so much to run through. Mm -hmm. But I just want us to stop and just with everything the from the help with and the knowledge and just the understanding of people need help. There are people out there that's for willing sure. to help. For and, sure. um just being versatile and getting the knowledge out and being able to, you know, speak on it. It's just yeah. amazing. And um, I thank you for sharing, you know, this platform, you know, being sure that everybody's in tune. Uh, just moving on to other things. Yeah. I wanted to talk about uh, inspirations. Did you have any inspirations with um, doing the uh, videography, photography? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, it's a, so many crazy videographers out there. Um, like, I be just forgetting people's, like, names and stuff. But, like, even just on Instagram, I follow, like, 100 people that are, like, crazy, you know, crazy with it from everywhere. Um, I think, uh, let's see, on, like, a cinematography tip, um, I love, like... I still love like um, very beautifully shot films and stuff, um, TV shows. I'm a big fan of like Breaking Bad that was shot on a film camera and it was like just the framing and stuff. Uh, the Sopranos, an hey. amazing show. And like, just, I'm always looking at. Like that's one thing my teacher taught me, all, all of us in the class immediately was like, he's like, you're not going to like me because I'm going to teach you how to like watch movies, but watch what's going on screen and, and you'll start it will annoy you because you'll be trying to pay attention to the story, but you're like, damn, that lighting crazy. Damn, that like positioning, that framing is crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, inspirations, the I, I think uh like I said, always being creative. I think one of the most creative videographers out there is uh Lone Wolf. Um, and he's worked with some really like he's up there. He's worked with some big artists, Uzi and um, yeah, I think I have heard of him. Yeah, I'm not you, sure. I seen his name. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um and then uh dot com Nirvan is also another one that's like a, a little bit more up there that I looked at a lot um like coming up uh and again on that tip of just being extremely extremely creative. Um and obviously the household name Cole Bennett, right? Everyone knows Cole Bennett. Um, I think even <laughs> the guy. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, he said. <laughs> I mean, he said the wave for like, um, 
this modern like wave of videography, I think. Um, but I look at him the way he's built a brand, uh, you know, because lyrical lemonade and it's got its own like artists and shows and stuff. Um, even more so, obviously, he's a great videographer, but he's like, he's like the it, how did a videographer <clears throat> become like a household name? You know, that's crazy the way he's just built his brand. Um, so I think sort of on a business tip, looking at Cole Bennett for sure, and then. I don't know. It's a, it's a ton of people. Um, I always look at like storytelling videos are always all, you know, great. And that's the blending of like short film stuff. And then also the music. Um, so like some of the J Cole videos, crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't even, I don't know the director, but I just remember looking at that stuff uh, and being like, wow. Like you pay they, attention to the Young Thug videos. Yeah. Young Thug, one of my favorite artists. He's crazy. Whoever that is, mm -hmm. in like the last year and a half, yeah. has been snapping. I watched an interview with uh, his creative director one time also. And that's like for every, you know, cover art, photo shoots, like the creative director for YSL. Um, yeah, the creative direction behind Thug's videos are crazy, for <clears throat> sure. Whoever that is, yeah, like Hot woke me up. Yeah, that video for Hot really woke me yeah. up. Yeah, uh, the joint with uh, the remix with Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis Scott videos also. Drake, unbelievable. Drake has been on a different path lately with yeah. his as well. Yeah, Drake video. Yeah, I think. Yeah, oh, so many artists got these crazy ass videos. I think when you, ultimately you wanna develop a aesthetic to your videos that matches your style. So like, I think Thug has done that cause his videos are like, have a lot of energy. Often the set design, the the outfits are crazy, right? He's yeah, always in some shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> um, and just, yeah. That and then Travis Scott, he does some storytelling stuff too. But like, man, those videos are insane. Like, I uh, think he did one with a, I can't. It's Blake somebody, I think. Yeah, it, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of the name of the song, and I hate the fact that I can't think of it. But he just be floating around in the night. But <laughs> it's crazy. Everyone to yeah. Travis Scott, and I'm not even a crazy big Travis Scott fan. Like, I'm, he's cool, but his videos insane and that also sat the like that put himself in a different position you use your videos to complement your aesthetic you got to build an image as an artist right so like he used the videos heavily to build his image and his aesthetic and you know now he's hopping into fashion and stuff and all that all his shoes all his clothes his mcdonald's meals get sold out and all that's about the aesthetic and videos are a big portion of that you know I'm trying to get my shit there, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how many people is behind these creative teams. It's a lot. That's I can only sure. imagine. It's a lot. I can only imagine, bro. Yeah. Like, the work that they produce. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it don't take long. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm sure it don't take long. I'm sure the budget passing probably is a process. But yeah. what people are producing in an amount of time is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, often there's the director, cinematographer, there's people for the lighting, people, the costume and the makeup um, or like outfit and makeup. Uh, that's like a high budget thing. You often don't see that when like uh, I've never had a situation where someone's been a specifically like the stylist, but like 
that's a super big thing. Um, the props, all of that. Um, then obviously the editors, like the director of photography, the producer, the creative director. Um, shout out. Director. I got something <laughs> coming out hopefully this month. It's a visual album um, with my man Messiah. He's from Charlotte, and I met him down in D.C. at Howard. Um, and then the creative direction, I was working with uh, Zahura, uh, who's another student. Um, yeah, and, and the creative direction, um, like she was more so the creative director, but it was very collaborative still. And that's what I didn't like about like the Hollywood sets, what I learned about it. It's <laughs> not that like you can't, if you're not the camera person, you cannot touch the camera. If you're not the lighting person, you cannot touch the lights. Um, but like, I love when it's a team that's very collaborative, you know? Um, and so that's all, you know, that's always a great experience when you got a couple people working together on like a, on a video. Now, when you say Hollywood and you didn't once learning and understanding that format, you, you know, it doesn't really seem like something to really be. I mean, if you want to, it just wasn't for me, you know? Um, so with that. Where do you see yourself going? Um, well, I see myself uh, always trying to, you know, create better videos, of course. Um, trying to get more on the pre-production, the treatments, the ideas, the concepts, locations, outfits, uh, lighting, props. Um, trying to get, definitely trying to expand in that area, having more videos that are, uh, we've put more thought before into um and like i mentioned content videos storyline videos i do want to work with that i do want the artists like to be the right ones you know i definitely want to feel passionate about creating that vision but i definitely want to get more into that side of things pre-production um then i think about building a team um we'll see i do want to get like a studio um a visual studio it could have the different backdrops uh a green screen backdrop would be you know amazing uh and renting that out making a place for creatives uh for other philly videographers and stuff to come through and like shoot their stuff rent it out by the hour or something hopefully that'll come together then putting together a team of um different editors you know everyone has their own style and stuff and the workload like i already have a couple people that are helping out on the editing tip um and so I think that, and just, yeah, just working with bigger artists, um, getting out there. Do you see yourself directing the next Star Wars, the next Avatar? <laughs> I don't, or mm, I don't think. being the guy who records the Slim Thug video? <laughs> I think, um, I don't, I don't ever think I'll be, uh, on like big budget cinematic productions, um. Like I said, I do want to do more short films. I think that field, uh, you know, you have film festivals like Sundance and, and stuff and local ones, Philadelphia Film Festival. Um, getting more into that a little bit, um, tapping back in with the people I used to work with. Um, like I said, the homie Bruno. Um, I definitely would want to get into that. Um, but I do want to do, you know, do the creative, like, music video i feel like the creativity in music videos just is wild you know um you can obviously get super creative with uh whatever cinematic piece you're producing whatever short film but um 
And I think I mentioned the visual album. I think working on stuff that's, like mm. I said, sort of a blend of that where I'm still able to do have really creative out of the box ideas on editing, on shooting, um, but still having some sort of concept and stuff would be really cool. Um, I mean, uh, Boogie um, dropped like an amazing visual album. Uh, obviously, people think about Beyonce and Lemonade. Like that, honestly, like that's an insane piece of art right there. Um, stuff like that is is phenomenal to me, you know. So hopefully I got the first one coming out. But, you know, that's always a hard thing because that's a lot of work. Like we've been working on this joint Dead Man coming out for, for years, literally. So um, the budget, you know, the budget has to be right always. If, <laughs> if we're locking in for like a year long project or some shit, you know. Can you tell us anything about Dead Man? Uh, the work has been taped. The work is yeah. took. The process. Yeah. The sweat. We, the blood. <laughs> yeah, we we're on a so it's based on his album Dead Man. Um, and we had like I said a lot of conceptual shoots, some crazy shoots. Um, very specific to like the creative direction, different types of videos. So because it's an album, he has different sounds throughout the album. Right. Um, and then all these different sounds have different visuals with them um, and then different concepts, a little bit storyline stuff, some like uh, some stuff regarding like mental health, drug abuse, some stuff regarding like relationships, some stuff regarding like um, depression and just like different types of things um, we try to address um, through the, through the, throughout the film and then still getting creative with the ideas and then. Yeah, we're on the editing process now. I got to tap back in with them. Um, we're trying to have it out this Halloween. I'm just speaking into existence. We're going to have it out this Halloween. Yes, sir. Uh, it's on the way. And and definitely, yeah, shout out um, to Ali and Micah um, and putting that film together. Uh, I'm Yeah, I'm excited to see where that goes, you know. Yes, sir. Man, once again, I just want to thank you again for coming through. It's been more than a pleasure. It's yeah. been an honor. Um, I appreciate you 100%. This was definitely, definitely amazing to sit down and just, you know, understand who you are, your vision, yeah, where you come you from. Yeah, I you for having me. Like, for, for real, sure, for it's, sure. it's been a great, great time. Yeah, I man. feel honored to be like, damn, people want to talk to me about this shit. That's no, fire. for sure, for sure. Um, today, you know, we going, whoever doesn't have the information, we going to get the information, we get the follows, the, uh, the social media, everything, mm -hmm. um, make sure we, uh, leave, you know, well taken care of. Yeah. Uh, I got my shirt. Um, I want to make sure you get a, sh a okay. merch shirt. Yeah, it's um, hard. Sleeping with the enemies. It will Fire. be out this October. Okay. This bet. October. So That's I just want to make sure, you know, we leave you with a gift. You know, to send you on your way, you know, without being empty-handed. Yeah, of course. I appreciate that. I mean, so I want to just, uh, you know, shout out my guys. <laughs> shout out my guys. Cozy. Yes, sir. We well? Yes, sir. Cash. Shout out to you. Everybody, shout out to Air to Music. Get with Air to Music for all your audio needs. All your audio needs. You know what I mean? That's his hat that you see me wearing on the album cover. Make sure you get sleeping with the enemies when they come out, stream it everywhere. Yep. Shout out to everybody who has blessed my man with the opportunity to come through. My guy mm -hmm. Luke and film, 
be able to get the views, be able to share the opportunity of networking, sure. branding, so we can build our brands, feed yeah. our families. Shout out to Cozy. My God, we working. Yep. Understand when we ready, we ready. Quaz, yep. my dog. My dog's holding it down. Yo, 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 yo. This is your guy, Wayne Woods. I'm with the guys, and we got the vibes. Yes, Let's sir. Let's get the fuck out of here, yo. Yeah, Yeah, great. I appreciate you for real. It's, no, man, it's a appreciate great, you. It's a great vibe. We need drops and all that, man. We definitely need pics, all that. Man. Oh, yeah. The short, the yeah. short. Yeah, we on that too. We on that too. For sure, for sure. Amazon at the air yeah, yeah, sir. Already, yeah, yeah, already, already purchased. Amazon, everything. We build this, Louis, but surely. Yeah, but no. Um, if you could, just bless us with a drop, you know, just letting us know, um, you know, hey, I'm Luke, and this is